0: Good morning, and welcome to our time in the Word of God in Prayer. This is Wednesday morning, November, or excuse me, Wednesday morning, February 3rd. And uh, all you Texas and people from the South, it's nice to know that you're on here with us. We're coming up in the cold, cold north in the dead of winter right now, looking forward to spring. But good to see all you guys here, and God bless every single one of you. Um, I'm reminded as we continue in Peter... I want to step back and talk for a little bit about what, you know, what my thought, my theme for this year is, and that is this. We need to be better people. We need to be better Christians. We need to be able to articulate what we believe better than we have. We need to get our message out better than we have. Why do I say that? Well, you know, we've lived in a in a world if we're honest even though many considered a post-christian culture we are in we've lived in a world that basically has been pretty positive about us being christians in the in the, in the media we might not be honored in the film and tv it might not be as good of a thing to be christian as it once was but still on our in our daily interactions it's got a, you know most of us don't have that much problem saying we believe in god um, I suspect it's getting worse. Many of us fear, what are we going to do when we have a government that's so radically changing things, in, and we're seeing them change things, that go very deeply against some of our Christian values, and as we see people who uh, hold to those values being really demonized, talked about being deprogrammed, we're in a cult, things like that. And so there's been a, this avalanche of criticism against us, and how do we stand against it? Um, we're going. That's why we're going through the Book of First Peter to learn principles because they lived not in a free country like we're used to living, and not where there's a lot of live and let live attitude. But they were living in a time when being a Christian was. They were being persecuted. They were being blamed for the fire in Rome. They were. Uh, they were being scattered. They were. They were suffering severe loss, and we can learn a lot from them in my own life as I think of this being better you know for years I've been preaching on campus for 40 years I've been preaching on campus and when I'm out there it often strikes me I need to be better than my opponents see if you've ever seen me you know what happens I start to preach and it doesn't take long at all before there are people opposing me there's you know I get heckled I I have skeptics that want to argue with me and they bring up every question under the sun and I realized uh, I've got to be better than them because I'm a Christian, and they're not. There's more expected of me. They can be rude, I can't. I can't answer them back with the same rudeness they answered they they gave me. They can get angry, I've got to keep my calm. They they can throw out these wild, unprovable claims. I've got to be able to back up what I say. It's just the reality. I can say this isn't fair you're treating me in a way I can't treat you. You're expecting things of me that you're not expecting of yourself. I could argue that, but that's not my goal is fairness. My goal is to win. My goal is to win them. My goal is to prevail. My goal is to persuade. And, and as Christians, we don't want to just hunker down and hide and give up. What we want to say is we need, if we really want to win souls to Christ, we really want to see a spiritual awakening in our nation. And we and we haven't given up on our country and we're praying that there'd be a, a turning back to God. And once again, God's blessing upon our land, then we've got to be better, better Christians, better people, better arguments, ex, uh, better platforms. We got to get it out there better. and And we can't complain that we're being treated unfairly. And so this morning we want to go ahead and 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 with that idea and that's my challenge to you that uh we're not going into defensive mode in other words we're not going to hunker down we're not going to just say you know i give up we're going instead to be on the offensive on the offensive we uh and and important in that is today's verse I want to look at 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 23. You've been born again, not of seed which is perishable but imperishable, that is through the living and enduring word of God. I love this metaphor that God's word is it's a seed and you're the, you're the you're the field. You're the garden. You're the soil. And God's word it, when planted within you can produce such an incredible harvest. Think in terms of corn or think in terms of wheat, a wheat field, or think in terms of an an apple seed with an apple tree. One little apple seed can produce such a big tree with hundreds and hundreds and thousands of apples that it produces and throughout its lifetime tens of thousands of apples that are produced throughout the lifetime of that tree. One little one little seed can produce a mighty tree what an apt description for the Word of God the Word of God is powerful it's like seed that when planted in your soul can can yield a not only a tree but in time can yield a whole orchard it could yield not only a a a uh, a stalk of corn, but in time could yield a whole field of corn. The Word of God is powerful, and if our soul is good soil, receptive, we'll talk about this in the coming days as well, how our soul can what our, how we prepare our soul to receive the word of God so that what's sown within us can bear tremendous fruit. But you know our our soul can also, there's bad seed, there's weeds out there. And weeds of, of negativity can also be sown into our soul. Bitterness can destroy, and we, weeds that can destroy a crop and choke it out. Bitterness, anxiety and worry, hatred, malice, doubt, weeds of doubt weeds of uh, these weeds that that are always telling us, uh, you know, what we can't do instead of what we can do. God is sowing within us faith, through his word, faith and love and goodness and kindness and holiness and righteousness. But we have these other seeds in our garden that need to be plowed up well. We'll talk about this in the coming days, plowing up that soil we need to make sure we're not letting seeds get back into our field and take root folks there's power in the word of god and as we get it into our life which like we're doing here every morning we're getting god's word into our soul and we're 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 praying it into our soul and we're praying it down into our innermost being and we're asking god that these the, the seeds of your word would prevail within my soul the weeds would get taken out and that I would be a person that that's growing a uh, a field or a har- or, or, or or whole orchard of righteousness unto the Lord that's for you that's God's desire for you that's God's plan for you he wants to make you a a a weapon of righteousness an instrument that in Romans 6 where it says we're to be instruments of righteousness and indeed one translation says we're to be weapons of righteousness for the Lord. So we've got, we, we can do this. We can be better Christians. We can be more articulate in what we believe. We can rise above the criticism, the insults, the anger that's directed us. We can rise above cancellation of us. We can rise above all these things. Christians have done it in the past. We can do it as well. But we've got to, we, we can't be sloppy. We can't be lazy about our faith. We can't be lackadaisical about our faith. We've got to be better. We've got to, you know, I, you know, I like these sports analogies. And when you want to be a champion, lots of times you get, you get into the playoffs and you lose a game. And those teams that lose, they, what do they always do? The next day they're saying, how do we get better for next year? We were so close. How do we get better? We were so close. And we've got to be better next year. Folks, we've been close in our nation. We've been close to seeing things turn for the good. I think of all the corruption, evil that's been exposed even in the last few months in our nation. I think of all the progress that's been made. I don't know how our nation's going to respond, like the corruption on Wall Street, the corruption in big tech, the corruption in our elections, the all the corruption in our government. I don't know how we're going to respond to all these things. But Step number one is that the light's being shown on it. That's step number one. The light is being shown, and the light has been turned on in our country I don't know, in, in some amazing ways where things that we put up with, even joked about, yeah, you know, dead people vote, yeah, you know, we laugh about it. Vote early, vote often, yeah, we laugh about it. Sure, there's crooks on Wall Street, we laugh about it. But you know, there the, the level of this corruption in our Justice Department, in our government, in our elections, in our... In, in Wall Street, in big tech, and it, that is being exposed is pretty eye-opening, eye-popping. It's pretty shocking, and I've got to believe God is at work here. I've got to believe our prayers are being answered. Now, how our nation responds to this, I don't know. Will we put up with it? Will we just roll over? Will we become serfs? Will we just say, well, let the, the big guys, going to gonna do what the big guys do, and we just have to put up with it? Or we, I don't know what we're going to do as American people, but I will say that opportunity is not over. It's right in front of us, and these are important, important days for you and I in every aspect, wherever we have influence, to be better and, we, we, and to be better people and to articulate our messages better and wider and more boldly, more persuasively. We need to be people. The seed of God's word has got to get in there. The seeds of hatred and, and, and anger, and, and malice, and bitterness, and defeat, and despair, and unbelief. Those seeds, those weeds have got to be weeded out. And so that we present to God a, a holy heart, a pure heart, and then we have power. We can be like a David who slays a Goliath. Then we can be like a, a, a powerful, powerful, a John the Baptist who brings the rebuke that's needed, or a Jesus who conquers sin and death. So this is where we want to be, and, and I hope you accept the challenge. If you're new with us, if you're just joining us in, I'll tell you, we're not just, we're not just talking about little platitudes here. I'm, I, this is my goal for me, for all that I know, that we be champions for Christ. We make a difference in this world. We become fighters with the weapons of God, the prayer, the truths of the Scripture, a holy life. Godly relationships, love. These are God's weapons. The world has its weapons. Sometimes it looks like they prevail. We know they won't. We're going to fight God's battles, God's ways, and and we can prevail. It's not guaranteed. If we don't, if we don't, if we don't arrive at the battle, if we don't do our part, I don't know, God will raise up someone else or, or we'll go into a period of darkness. I don't know. I'm not even contemplating that. I'm thinking, let's go win. Let's be champions. Amen? Let's pray about this, Father in heaven. We thank you so much for the power in the Word of God. Its seed in our soul. Its incorruptible seed. Its eternal and everlasting seed. Its life-giving seed. Father, as we think of how dead we were in our trespasses and sins, and we we heard the gospel message of Christ, and it gave us life. And indeed. As we continue in our spiritual growth, Lord, when, as we discover new truths, as we, we accept and believe them, and as we uh, live them out in obedient faith, we thank you, Lord. It gives us life. It brings us, it, it raises us from death. It raises us from despair and unbelief and discouragement and dismay, and it gives us hope. It gives us love. It gives us joy. It gives us meaning. We thank you for the power in the word of God. It transforms us. Father, I, I, I know if I got a headache, I can go take a Tylenol. I don't know how, what it does. I, I, I don't know how it does what it does. I don't know why it makes me feel better and takes the pain away, but it certainly does. It works. And if I just put it in me, it works. I just got to believe it and swallow it, and voila, it works. And I thank you for what a metaphor, what an example that the Word of God will transform us if we just get it in and we believe it. Lord, we confess our negligence in, in getting into your Word. We all have Bibles, Father. We all have study tools. We all have access to these things. Sometimes, Lord, we, we just neglect it. Sometimes, Lord, we analyze it like it's a dead cadaver like we're in a lab and, it's, and the Bible's dead and we're just uh, analyzing it to further death. Lord, it's a living book. It's a living seed. It's designed to, to transform our minds, our hearts, our attitudes, our behaviors, our relationships. Indeed, it is by this living word of God, this seed that we've been born again to eternal life through Jesus Christ. We bless you today. We worship you. We thank you. Thank you, Father, that you call us to be champions. And Father, we know that if we are, if we're allowing seeds that are, that are really weeds into the garden of our heart and our soul, Lord, it'll just choke out the good seed of your word and make us unfruitful. And so Lord, today we come to you today and we pray that there'd be no bitterness in our hearts, that we'd be forgiving people, There'd be no hatred in our hearts. There'd be loving people. There'd be no malice in our hearts, Lord. We'd we'd speak well of others. Lord, we pray that there would be no despair in our hearts, that we'd be people of hope. We pray, Lord, that that doubts and unbelief would be rooted out of our, these weeds of doubt, weeds of unbelief would be rooted out and we'd be people of faith. Lord, we, we pray, reveal to us how often we talk ourselves out of seeing your hand at work. Show us, Lord, when we make excuses for our disobedience. Show us, Lord, when we make excuses for our unbelief. Lord, reveal to us how we sometimes talk ourselves out of being used by you. Reveal to us, Lord, how we put ourselves in in places that, Lord, we're asking you to make us champions. We're asking you to make us your spokesman. We're, We're praying you would raise up Evangelists, Lord, you'd raise up people who speak the word of God with a powerful anointing and, and conviction and in ways that people must listen. And Lord, we, we don't want to just keep saying, well, raise up someone else, Lord. Maybe you want us. Maybe we're your Moses. And I just think of how Moses kept trying to say, no, use someone else. But Lord, maybe you, you chose to use him and maybe you want to choose to use us. And so I pray, Lord, right with us on this live stream, this prayer group right here that we would not limit you. We take the limits off our God and see what happens. We take the limits off what you can do. We would start believing that the God we profess you to be, the creator and king of the universe with whom nothing is impossible, who can make dead things alive, who, can, who made the, 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 the mute be able to speak, the deaf to hear, the blind to see, that this powerful, powerful God we worship and pray to, that you can do that with us individual, with me, that you can do that with us, Lord. Help us take the limits off you. Help us to believe that you really are for us. If God, if scripture says, if God is for us, who can be against us? Help us to believe that this day, that you're not opposing us, Lord. You're wanting to, you're wanting to put us forward. You're wanting to lift us up. You're wanting to give us a voice. You're wanting to give us your victory, Lord, You're that you're, you're wanting to give us gifting and anointing and and spiritual power today. You're wanting to heal our lives where they're broken. You're wanting to heal relationships, Lord, where they're damaged. You're wanting to, you're wanting to use us to bear fruit. Lord, this idea of bearing fruit and winning others, this was not our idea. We didn't come up with that. This is your idea. You said you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and your fruit should remain. Jesus, these were your words. And so today, Lord, we pray. We, we don't have to twist your arm. We just have to get in, in step with you, in agreement with you. We just have to walk in the Spirit. We believe, that, Lord, today you will lead us into right divine appointments. You'll re- lead us to right people. You'll lead us to right situations. We do pray for those that we come in contact with on a daily basis. Lord, that their eyes will be open to see, their ears open to hear, their minds open to understand, their hearts open to believe be working in their lives, Lord. People in our school in our work, people that we see regularly in our neighborhood, wherever they are, we ask, oh God, you would be working in them. Go before us, Lord. Prepare the soil. Work out circumstances that when we encounter them and see them, Lord, the doors will be open and then help us to recognize and see and walk through those open doors. Give us boldness. Give us courage. Give us wisdom. Give us the right words. But Lord, deliver us from thinking we need to be perfect. None of us will ever have the perfect words, the perfect presentation, the, the perfect life. Help us not, Lord, to trust in ourselves. That's trusting in us. We want to trust in you, Lord. You will use us in our weakness. You'll use us. In, we want to be the best we can, Lord, but we don't want to be so good. We don't think we need you because we do. You're the one who gives life. You're the one who opens eyes, ears, souls, and hearts. And so today, Lord, we're your instruments. We're your coworkers use us in our, in our, whether we're strong or weak, whether we got it together or not, Lord. You can use our words. You can't use our silence. So use our words. Open up hearts. Open up doors. Lord, we're praying for a spiritual awakening and revival in our land. We're just a small group, Lord, but we want to have the, we want to, within our sphere, we want to do what we can, and outside of our sphere, we want to pray to you to do what we can't. And we pray, we thank you. There's others all over our country that are crying out for the same thing, for revival in our land. We thank you, Lord. We believe you're hearing our prayers. We believe a major step is all this exposing of corruption and evil. We pray that as a nation we would we would not tolerate it. It would lead us to repentance. We pray, Lord, for a salvation that would touch from from Main Street to Wall Street, from New York and Washington and Hollywood and Silicon Valley and, and right into every home. Right to the, those who are homeless. Lord, we pray for a, 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 re, a revival that would touch everyone and no one would be left out. Your arm's not so short that it cannot save. You desire all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Lord, we pray for this. And, and this evil and corruption and greed and, and all these sins that are being exposed in our land, Lord, we pray, Father, um, that, that there be repentance and a turning to you we think, Lord, of this coronavirus. And again, we pray for those who suffered from it, those who are ill, that it, they'd, there'd be healing. We pray it would stop, Lord. We pray it would be defeated. And yet, Lord, we, we also pray that in the midst of it and now that our eyes wouldn't just be on science or a vaccine or regulations. Our eyes would be turning to you. We'd be crying out to you for healing in our land. We'd cry out for you for revival. We'd be crying out, Lord, as people are facing death and illness and sickness and fear that they would turn to you because you are the strong tower the defender the rock to whom we can come when we are fearful when we're in need and i pray lord i pray that that we would be looking first and foremost to you as a nation as a people we pray for this thank you for hearing our prayers thank you our good god we bless you today I'm praying again, Lord, for those of us on here, make us true champions, warriors, victorious. We are not victims. We are victorious, Lord. Though 10,000 fall at our side, we will not, for the Lord is at our side. The Lord is my champion. The Lord is the one I follow. And following you will lead us to victory no matter what our circumstances. And help us, Lord, today rise above, be strong, be mighty, walk in faith, be filled with the joy of the Lord, have that spiritual swag that knows that our God is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And one day, every knee will bow to Him. You'll be revealed in glory. We'll be revealed with you in glory. We look forward to that day, and we bless you. In Jesus' holy name, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, folks. Thanks. Again, you know, I want to remind you I believe that, you know, you show up here every day and uh, God's going to change your life. As we get into the word of God, this incorruptible seed gets more and more in your soul. The weeds get out, the seed gets in. It's a, it's, it You know, takes time for seed to grow. I, 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 I've, I've never planted a field, but I've planted grass seed. I'm a suburban boy. Planted grass seed. I know you till that soil, you work it up. It's back-breaking work. You soften it up. You put the seed out. You put the dirt over it. You water it and you don't have grass the next day, and you don't have it the next day, and you don't have it the next day, all you got is a bunch of dirt out there, until one day you begin to see a little sprout, and you say, by golly, it works after all. The next day, a lot of sprouts, and then a lot of sprouts, and before you know it, your whole yard is filled with, with green, luscious grass, but it doesn't happen overnight, so you show up here with me every day, day after day, We'll get into the Word of God. We'll pray these scriptures. We'll pray for our lives. We'll pray for our country. We're asking God to make us better Christians. And you you be here with me. And I'll tell you, I, 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 it's not my promise. It's the Word of God's promise. It's God's promise. Your life will change and transform. So meet me here every day, every day, as much as you can. If you can't make it in the morning, join later in the day. And uh, spread the Word. Invite some others. Let's become a mighty army of God-loving, Christ-loving, people-loving, victorious champions, fighting God's fight with God's weapons. Amen? Amen. All right. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow. You have a great day. See you tomorrow. God bless you.